hell's wrong with you? I miss my wrestling. Who's your wrestling? Yes, I, I need my wrestling. All right, man, calm down. It's all good. You know why? Because you were listening to your professional wrestling fix. Follow us on Facebook at Ten Wrestling Pro Wrestling Discussions. On Twitter at the Inzigiri. And catch your new episodes of the 2300 Wrestling Podcast and the Basement Dropkick on Anchor FM, Spotify, and other leading platforms. Oh, yeah. Welcome, everybody, to the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, D.B. Richards, alongside my sweetie referee, Dave Keener. Hello, Dave. Oh, you're drinking. <sighs> well, I'm drinking my sweet tea. Yeah, you're welcome. I got that Hi. for you. Yeah, it's Wawa, right? Wawa, yeah, Wawa, yeah, Wawa Sweet Tea. Wawa Sweet Tea. Best Sweet Tea around. Let's get them to sponsor us now. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> so who right. do we have on? I was going to ask you the same question. What? You're the one that always tells me. I know, but you never know. Why? What? Because we got Riley Shepard on today. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh, hello, Riley. Ladies and gentlemen, Riley Shepard. Hi. <laughs> that was a long donut high. Oh, that's so That awesome. was great. <laughs> That's how excited I am. It's like the H with like 20 different I's after and three different exclamation points. It's like when you're writing a 200-page letter. It was a high H-I and then 500 exclamation points. Don't give me ideas. Yeah, where you and you try and cheat a little bit by like making the in, the indents closer together so you have to or write less. It was a was very, that? very, 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 very good story. <laughs> exactly. Dude, don't give me ideas. Summer school. You ever see summer school? Yes, I okay, summer school. Yeah. Have you seen summer school? I have not, but it's it. a theme. I haven't seen a lot of movies, so um, that you most likely think I should have seen. Yeah, we're gotcha. we're the movie guys. So. Yeah, we we love movies. <laughs> we because it makes it easier. We can figure out and you can make stories, characters out of watching these movies. You know what I mean? I mean, we even have yeah. a YouTube channel coming soon too. Are we? Oh, cool. Yeah. Speaking of YouTube channels, oh, you got a YouTube channel? I do. Oh, tell us about it. <laughs> it's pretty much if you Google Riley Shepherd Wrestling, that I'm gonna pop up. And if you Google it and it pops up in those videos of a, a woman with purple hair that's me so <laughs> that's my youtube and it mainly has all of my wrestling and a few um in-ring promos that i've done uh but yeah if anyone hasn't seen it it's there on youtube and also i have a rileyshepherd.com website where it links to all of that too Ooh, plug, yeah. Plug, plug. Yeah. so <laughs> i the, the last time i saw you was at Tuyen, and you had a match with lady frost and she threw water on you oh my gosh how cold was that <laughs> the, Did the she ice bucket challenge oh my god did you not notice i was shivering yeah yes. that, that was that was legit it was cold it was october it was halloween so it's not like water <laughs> my time of year i got a little bit upset because uh, one of the fans came up and wanted an autograph i'm like dude come on she just got wet <laughs> oh i didn't care i as long as people didn't worry i, I whenever i'm around someone after i wrestle i, I feel so bad because i'm like i'm so sorry i'm sweaty so if you hug me you're gonna get like or you touch me i'm you're gonna get sweat on you because i'm not one of those people who can be athletic and not just spits everywhere so um uh, after that at least i wasn't sweaty but i was very cold and wet so, <laughs> so at least I, I didn't feel so bad about getting my sweat on people because it got rinsed off with that dang ice bucket challenge that she poured over my head yeah that's not a, like a great idea to do it in the winter time <laughs> yeah yeah no and it, and it's so funny because as soon as she did it it was the like breath got knocked out of me where i went oh! 
because that was the only reaction that I could have. <laughs> My body just kind of went, what just happened? Um, but yeah, even though she poured it over my head and then did a beautiful moonsault, which I didn't notice at the time, I noticed watching the tape back, um, I still put her through a door, so score for me. Always, always, always. Anytime you put somebody through a door, you have to say knock, knock first. <laughs> oh, I should have. See, it was my very first time putting someone through a door, so I didn't think about that. I, I'm going to blame it on brain freeze, though. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah. next, because <laughs> next every, time. Every time somebody goes through a door, I was like, knock, knock. Every time I was in the crowd, and I'm like, nobody gets Nobody this. gets it, right? It's like, knock, knock. Come on. I'm like, anybody home? Yeah. Did they go through it? Yeah. Not Lady Frost. She was not home after that. Oh, uh, no, no, she wasn't. <laughs> she was not home after that. That was, that was an amazing match. Good job, ladies. So I was working. I missed it. Um, yeah. Oh, darn. But it, it was a lot of fun. It was probably, I've never done a match, uh, no holds barred match. It was my very first one. So uh, I was super nervous, but also super excited. Um, I, I don't know, for people who don't know me, I walk to the ring with a LARPing sword. So the fact that I, it's the first time I've ever hit someone with my LARPing sword in wrestling. So that was fun. <laughs> I love your gimmick. It's it's original. It's awesome. I, I think she's the only live action role playing wrestler. I mean, to be fair, I feel like all of wrestling is live action role playing. <laughs> I, I just kind of. I, I will give it that. Yes. <laughs> I just kind of wear armor and a sword, so I'm more like renaissance type of li live action role playing. But I remember when I first started training at Monster Factory, um, AW's Nick, the the freak beast Nick, mm -hmm. uh, used to train with him, and I was convincing him to come LARPing with me and I just go you you wrestle you're literally doing that right now you're live action role playing right now and he just his eyes lit up he's like I want to go so one of these days I gotta drag him along <laughs> I have an idea for a move for you you know like the what? big giant dice that people um like you can find and buy yeah for Dungeons and Dragons yeah yes like the big yeah get the big ones and then roll it in your match and like do a move that would be awesome like Alistair's bowling <laughs> yeah I don't know if Cutler from AEW I know he does stuff with dice too mm -hmm. but I don't probably I don't think he's had a really large one but I don't and I don't know if he does rolls with moves but I know he's yeah. had it in the ring with him before Brandon Cutler has yeah. a Dungeons and Dragons gimmick but that's yeah that's what yeah. you you're doing you're doing like role playing stuff so like right. yeah Dungeons and Dragons. So people will get it. It'll be fun. I, yeah. So yeah. she mentioned the Monster Factory. Yes, Monster I Factory. I did. <laughs> so I was looking up, doing some research like I always do. Um, I, I know Danny. He's a good kid. What was it like training <laughs> just kid? Call him a kid. Yeah, sorry, Danny. <laughs> sorry, Danny. Not quite a kid. Danny's Not a good quite guy. a kid. <laughs> sorry. I apologize, Danny. Much respect. Um, what was it like training at the Monster Factory? It was amazing because I, so that's the first place I ever really got introduced to being in the ring. That's where my initial training was and where I took my very first bump, very first running the ropes and everything like that. So I've learned so much of my fundamentals and my basics from the Monster Factory and from Danny Cage and Damian Priest who's now in WWE, which is crazy yeah, for me to see. Amazing. I literally, I see him on TV and I, I just internally squee because this is someone who from the very beginning of my journey actually helped me learn about storytelling and just being in the moment and having confidence. And he was kind of the one who invested 
some t- extra time because he knew that this is something I was going to give 150% to. So to see him on TV, it just really makes my heart very happy. Um, but training at Monster Factory was amazing. It was my first introduction to being around a group of wrestlers <laughs> who, who are crazy. <laughs> who were the uh, trainers there besides Danny? It was, uh, at the time, it was Danny and Damian Priest. Okay. That's, yeah. That's, well, that's when, awesome. I was, when I was, when I went there one time for a um, seminar, and back then it was Mimi and, and uh, Bill Wesley. Okay. They were the trainers. Okay. Um, oh, okay. I met Damian, and I went in there, and it was me, C.W. Anderson, and my brother. And he's, he's a big guy. You could tell. Yeah. Oh, you especially, especially for someone I'm five three. I'm not tall. So I, like, I'm six one, but still walking up to him. Like, and he's shit. <laughs> right. And I'm five three and I'm like, oh hi, please don't kill me. Yeah, but he yeah, he's a, he's he, definitely an intimidating figure for sure. Nice guy though. Nice guy. Oh, oh yeah. Um, he. I remember when I first met him, I was definitely intimidated by him, and really, I don't think he knew what to do, like with my personality, because I'm just kind of bubbly and just very upfront and awkward. I'm just always awkward. So I remember he would just always smirk at me and try to kind of like pat me on the head, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> But he, uh, once I, I got past the awkward stage of this is a very intimidating person um, and showed him that this is what I wanted to do, it, he was really awesome about everything. He, I had nothing to be scared of around him. Man, the awkwardness. We, we all do that. It's, like, right. it's so weird. Like, like, the beginning of me starting doing this podcast, it was like awkward going up to Blue Meanie. I was like, mm. and it took me a while. And then I just said on the podcast at the time, it's like, Blue Meanie is my number one fan. As a joke, and it's just funny, you know what I mean? <laughs> because, like, like, I, yeah. like, I'm awkward to talk to Blue Meanie, and he's the well, nicest that's, guy that's in the like, world. When we were doing the cons, he looked at me and goes, what are you doing here? I'm like, I got a table over there. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing here? And he's like, you're always <laughs> welcome if we have a table. You're welcome to join yeah. Aw, thank you. <laughs> anytime. Like, anybody out there. If you want, yeah, anyway, like we'll get a you're table. You're gonna have a whole bunch of people show up and not. You have one table, and they're not gonna fit. We're gonna need a bigger table, please. I, I always as long as they show up in LARPing gear, like we'll have Guar behind us. Well, well, we'll order three because they're hundred dollars yeah. a table. Yeah. Oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna pull up extra chairs. It's fine. One table, lots of chairs. Yeah, and mm-hmm. people have done that. I've seen that. Dave Dog come. <laughs> Like he called, call, asked me. He's like, "Hey, you doing the icon?" Yeah, comes up and chills with us. Right, sits there and um, shit the bull. Chris Levin. Yeah, Chris did too. Yeah, I, I had Chris come in for me. So I saw your name. Like I'm a big IW. Uh, I mean IMTV. IMDb. Because I am DV. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. But I love the site. You know what I mean? And I saw your <laughs> name come up on there. So how did you get your name on there? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I didn't. <laughs> I just. Um, I think it was my partner who actually Googled my name one time and he was like, do you know that you have a web, like a, a page? And I went, no. <laughs> what is this and what is life right now? Um, so no, I have absolutely no idea. Um, I'm pretty sure what's on there right now, last I checked was 
when I did for Ring of Honor and Women of Honor, as well as Warriors of Wrestling. I'm not, I'm not sure if there's anything else on there. It's a very, very short page, but regardless, it's still a page. Um, But I I believe that's why, because I've done tapings for Ring of Honor and whoever, whoever decided this is what counts. (laughs) So now I have a page on IMDb. Technically it's movies because it's, it's kind of awesome when I look up and like, I'm like, holy crap, look, it's, Brian Sosha, he's a friend of mine. So Corey Castle, Corey Castle's on there, and it's like crazy. You're like, wow, I know these people. And yeah, it's really, it's it's very strange to to have wiki pages or IMDb pages. Or I'm still, I don't know if I'll ever be at the point where it's not weird. <laughs> For me to have that or have fans, um, because for me, I just loved wrestling and wanted to do it. It was never really about pages or fans or being famous. Or It was just kind of at the time I left policing and I was like, all right, I want wrestling and I also want to give back to the community in some shape or form. And so wrestling became that for me. Um, and so then when these things happen, it just blows my mind <laughs> that there's pages or fans and it's just, it's still to have people be actually excited about autographs from me, I'll get there maybe one day, but it still uh, blows my mind. <laughs> yeah, we need to get an autograph from you and put up on the wall. At yeah, some point. I got Next you. Time. I got trading cards. I got eight by ten. So yeah, I got you. <laughs> I'll send you the address later on. <laughs> but oh my gosh, They're like the only person up on the wall is Ryan Peterson right now. Yeah. I got more coming. Yeah, we... I was gonna say you have literally just one person on the wall just by himself well i have uh louis dangerously sending me one in a few okay um chubby dudley's got stuff coming oh does he yeah oh i can't wait to see he's that. got three by five sending um I, I have to go to Chris Hamrick. He's going to send some stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Like, I want to get everybody who's been on our show up oh, on our wall. Oh, my gosh. Oh, awesome. perfect. Referee Ryan T is even sending us stuff, too. Oh, really? Yep. Wow, awesome. I, I like Ryan T. Ryan yep. T was fun. Saturday, April 24th, 2021. Coming to you live from the H2O Center in Williamstown, New Jersey. Stan Styles proudly presents to you Intergender Bonanza 8. Tickets are on sale now. They are only $30. Doors will open at 7.30 p.m. and bell time is 8. Danny Gray will 101 with Preacher Phineas James. Happy Hour and Frankie Picard will take on the tag team of Chris Bradley and the full-time boss Christian Ross. Adina Steele will take on Chad and the IGB champion Mark Angel will take on the former champion Ray Lynn. This and much, much more April 24th live from the H2O Center Intergender Bonanza 8. And we're back into the little world going on. (laughs) Tangents are awesome. (laughs) It's like at one point we'll get ours and we'll send them out to all you guys that we're not buddies. (laughs) <laughs> it's like perfect why why is these guys sending us autographs because we got who who, who are, are these people who did 2300 wrestling are they named after the arena <sighs> i don't marks. know who these people are <laughs> goddamn smart marks oh <laughs> uh, like recently like dan styles is having a show and like I'm, i wanted 24th yeah i wanted to be a money mark so i was like how do you sponsor a match? And he goes, oh, I need help on bringing four women in. And I'm like, cool, I got you. I just want to be a money mark for one day. <laughs> you want to be that guy. I want to be that guy and promote my podcast. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> 
I actually, I think I got sponsored for the first time this year. I've never been sponsored before. So that was really cool. And then when you're sponsored to, to figure out, like with you guys, to look up at uh, other people's podcasts or things like that and see the things that they've done, it's really cool how that collaboration works out in wrestling. And it's not something I was really aware of before this year, but it's awesome. Yeah, yeah we, we're we're working on merch too. We're oh, cool! Merch. Oh my gosh! Apparently, he was not aware of that. I know. I'm not aware. <laughs> Never is. So he, he, he just woke up 20 minutes ago. I just woke up. Oh, to be fair, did you have caffeine yet? Oh he, no, he's I'm got not, orange juice. I got orange juice. Oh, okay. I'm trying to be healthier. Okay. Is that drink a, tea? I do drink tea. Um, Perfect. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You drink tea? I is drink tea. it? I drink tea every morning. Sweet at tea? least one one cup. No. <laughs> no. 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 Just talk about. I am, like actual tea. <laughs> I am I am half English, so oh. my mom's from England. So okay. the tea thing comes in my household amazingly when I was little. I do drink tea. Oh, I do nice. drink English tea, but it's called a hot toddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I drink that kind of tea. Yeah, I, I drink, uh, the only thing I put in my tea is lemon. So <laughs> a little bit of alcohol in mine, and we're good. Yeah, mine, mine, mine stays. Mine stays all black. Yeah, I I just like the lemon with a little bit of zest in the morning to wake you up. Yeah. Uh, but I do normally Earl Grey. There's something called zest tea that actually has a little more caffeine than coffee, and it's yes. been my savior. <laughs> I, I'm a I'm a tea person. I want to sit down. Uh, oh, we should like do like a live thing and just sit down and have tea, drink tea, and drink tea. Yeah. Are you going to out crimpets too? Yes, we should do that. <laughs> Dude, I need to talk. We're, we're working I'm on in. trying to um, push up our um, YouTube page. Maybe when we do that, we'll get a little small table and get a little thing and we'll have crumpets and <laughs> little crust sandwiches. And, yes. Little finger sandwiches with a uh, cutoff. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. So, can you laugh? Thank you. I can't help my laugh. It's just what I appreciate that you appreciate it. All right. <laughs> So, I got a question. Oh, you got a question? Do me a favor and explain where Gladiator came from. So, actually, my one up self knew from the beginning who I was going to be in wrestling, that I wanted to take literally parts of myself between reading sci-fi and LARPing and Renaissance Fair and my RPG video games. I knew I wanted to use that and kind of for the geeky people, the awkward people, um... And just We're show that, awkward. like, yeah, just show that awkward, weird people can kick ass too. Um, and that's kind of, I, I had the idea of who Riley Shepard is, but I didn't quite have that catchy name. And my partner is in marketing, and I forget when, like, what he just decided to say it one day. Um, and I was like, that, that, that's it. And from then on, that's just, I've been the gladiator of the geeks pretty much almost from go because of that. That is so cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Dude, that would be awesome, like, sitting down and she all dressed up in her, and we're drinking tea. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Just in, sitting there in my armor drinking tea. <laughs> That'd be like sitting there in the middle of October when I'm covered in blood. Just it'd be table. funny if she throws her card down and say, ha ha, and then be like, oh my gosh, what ha- just happened? <laughs> yes. I am so dorkish. Yes, you are. No, trust me. It, I love it. And that's the whole point of who I stand for. And obviously who you guys stand for is just to embrace being geeky or dorky or weird or awkward. Like, we're, there's a lot of us out there. We just need to be put it out there that it's good to be us. 
Oh, yeah. I'm a huge horror nerd. Oh, yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, hence the movies. Yes. Well, I'm also, I work for the Bates Motel as well. At, oh, uh, ah. The, the haunt. You ever been there? I have not. I've wanted to, and I'm always, I'm, I believe in, in ghosts and spirits. So, like, that's really cool to me. <laughs> see, see, I really want to see if you can talk to um, the guys that work based and do a show. And no, just like walk around with the wrestlers and get scared and videotape it. Oh my In god, gear, that would be on so the cool. cool! Yes. Get her, Kaya McKenna. Oh, Kaya. Oh yeah. my god, <laughs> Kaya would be awesome. Yeah. I feel like Ziggy would also be really cool too. Oh my gosh, if we can do that, that'd be fun. Yeah. Get a hold of Boogie. Oh, I'm the Boogie Man. Oh my God, and Max, oh. and Ma- bring in Max too, so we can all hide behind them. <laughs> <laughs> Just Max, you go in front. Just scare them for us. <laughs> See, I'm the only person in the world that um, made Dave um, go only out. Ever, only one to ever make me break. Nobody's ever made me break doing what I do. Yep, and I went, "Hi, Dave Keener." He goes, "Hi, Dave." I'm like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> I like, "I won that battle." Oh yeah, I walked up. It's you. I, I, I even got <laughs> I even got Jordan and a bunch of the other guys too. And then at the end, they're like, the, they're like the Instagram Network. <laughs> really, it was the podcast at the time. So we'll give you a little history of us. Um, I started a podcast called the Inscory Podcast at, at one point, and then we wanted to do more. But my um my old co-host didn't want to do interviews, so I did. Which I think is where interviews are at now because it gets their name and it gets our name out and crap. And yeah. he, he he didn't want to do that, so he wanted to split up our shows. That was upsetting and like like what did I do wrong here? So I was like, look at her name and twenty three hundred Ken Serena. Um, and you got and I was like, Dave Keener, what? You want to be in the podcast? Yeah. And then we started and everything clicked together. I went and got all this equipment and then... Full studio equipment, mics, everything. We had a producer. Wow. He's gone to school now. So he'll be back. And then we got two we new... We got a sound it. engineer. We got a... Uh, uh, a George. A, a, a boot. I don't know what you were calling. Speaking of the boot. <laughs> so we do a game with the boot over here. And okay. no, knowing about trivia in the world, um, he's good with Ring of Honor trivia, um, a little bit of WWE, some WCW, ECW. He's turning, starting to look like Santa Claus over yes. here. So we always like to get the guests to think of a trivia question to ask him and see if you can stomp. You want to try it? Oh, I'm going to be so bad at this. <laughs> You just think. Ladies and gentlemen, no, no. it is now no, time. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's see if she can think of something before we do this. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm so bad at trivia. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, you're lucky, George, this time. You you're got lucky. off this time. You're. But I'll get you Gadget We'll get next you time. next time. Gadget. Next time I'll I'll have to be prepared for it and I'll I'll, like because my problem is I'm going to overthink it and just want (laughs) to try and figure out a question to stump you and then my mind goes blank because that's like what anxiety does. (laughs) So yeah, next time I'll come fully prepared. (laughs) And maybe when we go to a show and you're there, we'll try to get you on camera. We can do a live stump the boot. Yes. Oh, perfect. That'll be awesome. So you can think of a trivia question, and we'll help you. The next awesome. time, next time we go live at yeah. a show, we're doing it. Yes, I will. I will be prepared. I will. Okay. I will do my my research, do my homework. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, we have to use it because I don't like the word mark. So we use geek out moment. Do you have a <laughs> Do you have a geek out moment in wrestling? Like, oh my gosh, it's blah blah blah, and go, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. 
Oh, of course. Um, probably my biggest geek out moment, and I'm I'm sure I'm gonna get yelled at for even even saying it because we're supposed to be cool, but I'm I'm not cool, and I'm okay with that. So we're just embracing it. Um, so I fell in love with wrestling after seeing the match between Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch at Takeover in like 2015. Um, what? Oh, an amazing match. Yeah, oh my god, it was it was so good, and the fact that even though Becky lost, the fans uh, sang back her entrance music, and it was just like the, that moment of okay, I need to be a part of this was literally that. So um, I was actually an extra for WWE, and I met Becky Lynch in catering. <laughs> um, and so I, if this ever comes to light, it's probably. <laughs> So I don't know if she's vegan or a vegetarian, but at the time I did not know that. So we were in line and they had duck, which I love duck, um, at catering. And I just, I went up for second and I, oh my God, this duck is so good. And she kind of just looked at me and like walked away with her quinoa. And I went, oh no, she might be vegetarian. <laughs> and I just, like, uh -oh. <laughs> there like, that was the first thing you said to Becky Lynch was how good the duck was. And I think she's a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was probably my my most geek out moment of like, whoops. <laughs> so that leads into my next question then. How was the catering? She said, oh, she I know that, that, the obviously I went up for a second, so it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who was it? Brian Sosha. Brian Sosha is a good friend of mine. Um, well, ours. He, yeah, I knew him longer. <laughs> Yeah, I, oh I my help, goodness. I All right, we're fighting over Brian. Yes, yeah, you know Brian Sosha? No. Okay. <laughs> Brian, Brian used to wrestle under the name Mark Smart. Now he's a uh, radio DJ on XM and formerly of 93.7. Yes, yeah. um, but he was um, in ECWA as a member of the Chick Magnets, Tobin and um, Mozart. Um, so he that's how he got on WWE TV is because of um, ECWA. And, um, was that when he got beat up by Big Show? Was that one? Okay. Yeah, one of them. He, he did the primetime skit, too. Yes. Um, so he sat in the back with Tobin. Um, Tobin said the story for us this year, too. Um, we had him a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we had him a couple weeks ago. So they walked away to go get forks and all, and they come back, Triple H is sitting at the table. <laughs> oh. And they just talked about music the whole time. And Huge metal. Oh, cool. And Triple H wanted to know more about his radio um, personality and all that. And that was kind of Oh, cool. that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah I, I wish my interaction went a bit better than that. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you one of Next mine. Next time. I'll tell you one of mine. Um, I was walking over. Do you got a moment for you? It's the Shane Douglas one. Oh, okay. Like, I walked over to Shane Douglas, and he got, he stand up. I'm like, dude, you're short. <laughs> <sighs> I literally told Shane Douglas he was short, and he goes, "That's a lot of people telling me." And I'm like, "Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm sure he's heard that before." I think that's the. Um, I think the only person who I would ever have such an awkward encounter would have been Becky Lynch. I feel like a lot of the other people I meet are just like really cool, or just not like it's not literally the person who got me into wrestling. So my mind just kind of went, oh, my God, just babble at her. <laughs> it's okay. And so <laughs> I get it. it. To be awkward, and, and I, I completely understand. The only awkward moment I've ever had was with Billy Gunn. I think I had. So I am a big fan of this question. It's one of my favorite questions in the world. And are you is ready it the question I think it is? 
What, what do you think it is? No, it's not that one. Table? No. Uh, no? No, no, no? No? My favorite question in the world. What was the best advice you ever gave? Oh, okay. Well, that's a good one. Oh, uh... I feel like I've been given so much advice and I don't, all right. I think one of the best advice was probably Danny Cage was just that one, you need to be present on social media because that's where you build your brand. Um, because obviously that we're all posting things on social media. Now it's not just in, in the ring. It's now people interacting with us in social media is where a lot of people, like we see people come up is because they've got such a following on social media and they start getting booked in the ring more because of it. Um, so that's probably the biggest, best advice is just to be more active on social media, but also to be careful what you say on social media as well because yeah. it's literally like it's a resume too on top of it so yeah, people that. can go back and see what you say on social media and if you're on there just being silly and saying things that don't matter to you and that like that can come back and haunt you so i think that probably might be the best advice when it comes to wrestling and social media but. that makes sense um I, I see a lot of people do politics on there and i'm like yeah no stop. bullshit for me like you need to stop that because you got fans out there that might not believe in what you believe in yeah yeah like it's it, you have to like stay away from that and i'm bad at that because i open up my mouth for everything yeah that's why you're in jail again <laughs> that's why i'm in facebook jail again again oh goodness yeah that's not good I, I I don't believe that you need to stay away from politics. I don't uh, I don't agree with that part of it um, because I think at this point between Black Lives Matter and speaking out and and things with the LGBTQ community, like at this point, we also still need to create a space for people who don't normally get that space. Um, so I, I don't fully agree with not being political. I think it's just more like don't bully people don't be mean to like you just to me that that for me is what uh, i more mean um don't get into a twitter fight that's gonna come back and you're you're arguing with just your emotion instead of logic and then people pull these things up later on and they're like well you said this and you're like yeah i, I was emotional but no one's gonna care yeah i don't consider that in the politic world, I consider yeah. that in life. Yeah. You should, you well, should... I wish everyone agreed with you. <laughs> I I completely agree, and I, I'm sure people who don't have your experience don't realize like the things that your sibling goes through either. So until I feel like until people have that experience themselves, they don't fully get it. So at some point, we need to shut our mouths and just listen to other people and their experiences. And I, I learned that in wrestling yes. because wrestling has so many people from different walks of life and we have all such different unique stories. Oh, yeah. And whereas before, like I came from a mainly white high school and like I was in policing, which unfortunately is not as diverse as we would like. So wrestling really opened my eyes to a bunch of other experiences that I normally wouldn't have been able to hear about. So yeah, I, I get that. Oh yeah. Like I, I talk to people all the time. I Uber and Lyft all the time. So I enjoy like picking up random people. Like I don't care who you are. I, one guy got in my car last night. His name was Felix because I'm never going to forget that name. That name's awesome. The cat. Yeah. Felix the cat. <laughs> That's the song in my head was going Felix the cat. The wonderful. No, we got it. <laughs> don't but like, do that again. I knew, I knew, I knew like straight out, like right there, he was gay. You know what I mean? 
But I was trying to get him out of his um, comfort zone to talk because I hate yeah. when it's quiet. And right. by the end of the whole ride, we were talking about musicals. I'm a fan of musicals. I like musicals. I'm a geek about movies. Anything out there, you know what I mean? And we yeah. talked. And I was like, I got him out of his comfort zone, and I'm happy. You know what I mean? Because I don't yeah. like the people. I want people to spread spread their life out there and like go, hey, look at this. Like rolling your yeah. windows down and, and ordering McDonald's at 3 o'clock in the morning in the Randy Savage voice. No, no, that wasn't me. That was Frankie. <laughs> can I get a Big Mac and fries? You did that all wrong. Yeah, I know. I don't care. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah can I get a Big Mac? Uh, I'll have to do it like Herbert next time we go to order. <laughs> Every time you go now, you need a new voice. Yes, yes, yes. I can do it. Dig it, brother. But I always ask the, um, when I'm in line for getting something to drink, and I'm like, What's, what do you want for drink? I was like, whatever you want to give me. Give me something off your top of your head. Be original. We, and they always we gave me to, Coke. Like when we went to Popeye's one day. Yeah, like, be what original. What kind of sauce do you want? Don't matter. Go ahead and put some in. Yeah. What do you want to drink? Don't matter. Be original. Give me something. And it's so always Coke. Put some, put some Sprite and Coke and Mountain Dew. Do, do something. something. Change it. it up. Have fun. Oh my gosh, that's a bellyache. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's always either Coke or Pepsi. It's always yeah, something different. Yeah, true. It's like true. be original. Be be something. I don't care. I will drink whatever. Like I, I drink beer. I like drinking my beer. And I'll go to a bar and like, well, what do you want to drink? I'm like a beer. Okay, what kind? Whatever you Surprise got. Surprise me. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Give me something good, not Budweiser. Okay. That that doesn't count. Like you should drink Budweiser. I don't like Budweiser. But if you say anything, you should mm. drink Budweiser. I'm bringing you Budweiser. I don't drink. I I gave that stuff up for Lent. No, for uh-huh. life. For life. Because I don't want to be like I went to a um, Jimmy Buffett concert and I don't yeah. remember anything about it. Were you drinking margaritas? Uh... I, dude, I slept in Camden. I don't want to sleep in Camden ever again. So you wasted away in, in Camden. Camden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dad is obsessed with that song, by the way. Give me, it's so funny because, so my parents are amazing. And sorry, caveat, but it brought it up. My parents are amazing. And I have three other siblings and my parents have worked really hard to keep us all together. Uh-huh. Um, even though like literally my younger brother is, I think 11 years younger than me. Um, So they've worked really hard to keep us together. So they try to have Sunday dinners when they can as much as possible, at least like every other week. And during the summer, my dad has the same summer playlist. I swear to God, it's got to be going on like 10 years now. And there's always, I, I will hear Jimmy Buffett, Buffett at least once, Margaritaville, whenever we go for Sunday dinner during the summer. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> that is awesome. Your dad rules. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> he does very much. <laughs> so speaking of your parents, what do they think of you being in the world of professional wrestling? <laughs> um, I, I feel like at this point, my parents kind of have learned to roll with the punches. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because I, like I said, I used to be a police officer and I was a 911 dispatcher. And then I just kind of fell out of love with that and up and quit and started wrestling. And when I did that, it was never like, why would you leave a full-time job with a salary and a pension to do this? It was never that. My mom was just worried of me getting hurt. And yeah, which like, to be fair, I tore my ACL not two years after I started. So I understand where she was worried. Um, But I think when I explained that I could be out on the street in a bulletproof vest with a gun 
and I, I have no idea what the day brings, or I could be in a ring that I train day in and day out to try and minimize me from getting severely injured. Obviously, we hurt each other, <laughs> but I, from severe injuries, I try my best to do as much as I can to minimize that. I think it kind of made her realize that, oh, okay, we're okay with this then. Um, and also just, they came to my show and they knew I loved it. They could see how passionate I was and they understood where they had, we didn't watch wrestling growing up. We didn't have it in our house, like at all. So I'm the one who kind of introduced them to this world and they've come to a few of my shows now. And my mom's so funny. She's like, you had the best match. You were the best. And I was like, <laughs> I think you're a little biased, but thanks mom. <laughs> Reminds so, me of Black Jesus' mom. Oh, yeah, Black <laughs> Jesus' mom is the best. We could tell when the family's at shows. You know, Rocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole family started cheering. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, look, there's the family. Hey, family. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember, I, so I worked on a show for Dropkick Depression. I think it was like the second show my parents ever went to. Mm-hmm. And for Tara Calloway, she's awesome. She does the Dropkick Depression mm-hmm. and they give back to charity for every show. You and got one literally, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the H2O's doing one for it, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a show coming up. In H2O. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were, I know they were kind of up in the air about things with safety protocols, so I hadn't really heard anything, but, um, but yeah, I know she's trying. She just wants to be smart about it, so I get it. Um, I need to talk to her. Because I want to yeah, try, I, I want to try to get a, um, her to put an ad on to our shows. You know what I mean? Okay. March twenty eighth, Sunday. Okay. The show is called. Is it Fam- Dropkick? Uh, it's SHP. What is it? Oh, okay. H2O. But it, the show is called yeah. Family, and it's to benefit Tara Calloway. Okay. Oh, cool. Okay, so it was. So she also um, tore her ACL. So oh, she's really? going through surgery right now. Yeah. So it's not drop. It's not a drop kick show, but I'm I'm glad they're doing something to benefit yeah. her because that's the reason that joke. So I'm glad. I'm very glad. That is awesome. That's well. That's, yeah. I mean, her and Jeff, they're good people. Uh, yeah. Congratulations on one year to them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. On. Oh, but the only reason I, I, not the only reason, but the reason I brought up Dropkick is my family literally sold out two or three rows of the show. Oh, really? Like themselves. They just came and like packed themselves in <laughs> for Dropkick. Awesome. And they like took up <laughs> two or three rows. And uh, I actually, I won that, that night and it was so amazing to actually, I could hear my little my nephew who's eight now was there and it was so amazing to hear him like yelling at the wrestlers and everything it was really cool well the next time you find out that the next dropkick um depression show happens we'll be there we'll help out oh yeah i'll definitely let you know yeah we're, we're always willing to help out and support some great cause like that yeah, we, we did go through some of that stuff. Right. When I was 17 years old, yeah, going up. Depression was not fun. No. Uh. Yeah, and I know especially now with COVID, there's a lot of people who are dealing with depression or anxiety. Um, I actually, I try and be upfront about it. I actually talk to a therapist every other week because I have anxiety. Um, but what I didn't realize was I also had slight depression because of what, you know, taking, being take, taken away from wrestling with COVID and everything like that. Um, which a lot of people, she even mentioned, like a lot of people are going through very similar things because you're completely taken out of your normal, your normal habitat, your normal habits. Um, and it throws you in chaos. 
So yeah, I, yeah, I completely, I completely understand. And I, I, I'm glad there's more of an awareness now versus like 10 or 15 years ago um, of please don't just take care of your body. Also take care of your mind. Um, Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm very glad that people are becoming more aware of it. Yeah. I changed my whole life around after like losing a sister and losing a mother mm-hmm. in my childhood and I'm sorry. watching people um, die of cancer and stuff like that. It, it Plus my parents. It really sucks. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, it's a lot. it took me a long time to change my life and understand life a little bit more. Right. And, yeah. Well, that's the whole thing is it's it's a process. It's a journey. It's not a, we're going to give you something to cure you. That's not how it works. You're, we're going to try and give you the tools to help you manage what your brain is trying to lie to you about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but you're, yeah, it's work and it's a process and it's a journey. And I, I'm glad that you took the, the time and the steps to be able to help yourself through that. See, I, I always say that no matter what happens in your life, some good, some bad, but we're always there for you and you always keep moving forward. Always. Yeah. Always. Always, always. And just remember that those that help you keep moving forward are there for you. If I can't prank yeah. this guy right here, <laughs> then my life is not going to be, I get you all the time. I'm telling you, that's why they call us the two old guys. From <laughs> so, um, table of five. Table of five. Table oh, I of love five. this question. This is a doesn't great have question. to be wrestling. Doesn't have to be. It could just be any five people, dead or alive. Dead or alive. You being the fifth person, though. So okay. there's four, and you at the table. <laughs> yes. Okay. Don't worry. We can edit yeah. any spots. <laughs> so any four other people at the table with you. Okay. So pick four people randomly. Okay. Right. I know like two right off the bat. <laughs> okay. So Becky Lynch, obviously, um, and Pink, who is my favorite singer of all time since I was like 12 or 13 years old. She is from Pennsylvania. Uh, Doylestown. Yeah. 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 I mean, I doubt, she, I don't think she lives there anymore. Well, no, I mean, that's where, <laughs> yeah. the same thing with Taylor Swift. She might have to fly over, for this. Over. Yeah. Yeah. We might have to fly her in for this. Um, <laughs> two more people, yes. Whoa. Oh, yeah, Whoa. two more people. Um, well, it gave me time to think of a third one, so uh, I think I would do R.L. Stein. R.L. Stein. R.L. Stein is the yes. author of Goosebumps. Right. Yes. Yes. I heard the name, and I'm like, I know that name. Yes, Goosebumps. Yeah. My brother it was, was probably the first book series I read when I was growing up um, that got me into sci-fi, so I would probably put him on there. That is awesome. I don't know a fourth person. <laughs> I'm always really bad at the last person. <laughs> what are, what are, yeah, anybody you want. Anybody you want. You can put um, Lady Cross there and throw water on her. <laughs> hot water. Here's some hot water. Um, I'm just going to bring my partner along. There you go. Because <laughs> I can't decide on a fourth person. <laughs> that, that works. It's okay. It works. It always works. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to have fun. None of them, I mean, he likes those people well enough, but none of them are like his people. Gotcha, <laughs> so gotcha. So he's just along for the ride. <laughs> you have to sit there and be quiet. Yeah, oh no, definitely not. <laughs> He's probably, I'm going to bring him along to keep me calm so I don't completely geek out again. <laughs> so and he's just going to be there to, to be my, like, too. yeah. So you're going to ask Becky if she wants duck. <laughs> no, I've learned. I've learned. No more talking about food. <laughs> I thought it was the same. 
safe subject is not. <laughs> so I guess we can't send her any turducken? <laughs> turducken. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so far out of your whole career, what was your favorite match? Oh, I'm really bad at these picking like one or four <laughs> things, huh? <laughs> one or four. <laughs> yeah, one or four things. Uh, I guess I would have to say my first Women of Honor match against Sumi Sakai, who was the champion at the time, and Stella Gray with Gabby. I was teaming up with Gabby Ortiz. Okay. And it was in the, it was in New York and want the Hammerstein Ballroom. So that was really cool just to be able to walk, look up, and know um, that my partner is actually in the second ba- the second floor balcony and just trying to breathe through because this was my debut on like Women of Honor. Um, but also to be able to do it with Gabby, who I've trained with at Monster Factory, and she's like a sister to me. And I've gone through so many big steps with her. To have another thing that we've done together was really, really cool. And I've trained with Stella and Sumi, so it was just a culmination of being able to work with amazing women and have a debut for Women of Honor. I got the chance to ref with Sumi before she went during Ring of Honor. Oh, Same thing with Adam yeah. Cole. Before. Wow. Then, yeah. That is so cool. Baby. Yeah. I like Adam Cole. Yeah. When Adam had, like, the short hair. Oh. Yeah. When it was, like, wavy. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty long hair. Right. Oh, yeah. He was doing Ring of Honor, but he wasn't high up Ring of Honor at that time. Was he tagging gotcha. with Kyle? No, this was for a company that we worked for up in North Jersey. No, called... was it? Was it? No, it was he... him. No, 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 not at the oh, show. I don't but was it the time when he with Kyle? I don't no. remember. It was him versus Colby Carino. Oh, okay. That's okay. Um, the the name of the company was B4W. Okay. Not Black Ball. It's a different B4W. Okay. I Confusing. Okay. Oh. The same building ECW, <laughs> it's the same building that ECW is running out of now. Okay. Gotcha. Going into all the wrestling companies, how is the women's locker room or locker rooms, is it is it safe for you ladies to be in there? Um, I've gotten very lucky where I'm kind of picky choosy on, on the promotions I work for. Um, I've also mainly just stayed in the tri-state area, which I feel like is tends to be a bit more progressive with certain things sometimes. So uh, I've worked for like Dropkick and Levac and um, Rogue Women Warriors and Atomic Championship, which they're literally, that locker room is literally half women or non-binary and half men. So it's not just, you know, most places you go to, you may be the only woman with one other woman and that's it. And then the locker room is just all guys. So like to be around locker rooms that have more women in it, makes me feel so much more at home and and feel like I'm I'm part of a sisterhood which is really really cool um and I've gotten lucky where I haven't been around anything that was unsafe or untoward everyone's been really polite to me but I also am fully aware that that that's not the case in a lot of locker rooms and other areas as we've seen with speaking out and people coming out with it um So I know that safety is still a concern and not just a concern for women, but obviously with a few other people who've come out of the woodworks of we shouldn't have these people in wrestling, um, just 
safety overall and having training for like sexual assault and things like that is something that wrestling really, really needs. Because when speaking out came out, people didn't know how to help survivors or how to handle situations appropriately of people coming forward. So I know that's something that um, I did run into with one of my home promotions of kind of having to go to the promoter and be like, hey, you need to handle this better because if you don't, I'm leaving. I'm done with this promotion. And luckily for me and for the promotion itself, they realized that the way they were going about it wasn't appropriate. The way they were talking wasn't appropriate. The way they were trying to help and double down wasn't helping. And they actually took action and took training and tried to figure out a better way to go about it. Um, but I, I think that's something that needs to be seen throughout Indies. And it's really hard to police right now because it's, it's kind of like us as wrestlers have to police it ourselves. There's not a governing body to do it. So until that changes, it's hard, but it's something that needs to change as we've, we've seen because things still keep coming up. Um, so if safety is a concern, even though I haven't had my share of it, I know it's out there and it's something we need to work on. And there's, there's fans out there you have to worry about too. You know what I mean? But, um, there are fans that take it too far. But my whole thing yeah. is if you, have, if you get in a creepy um, moment in life and you know we're there, you can come find us and, and we'll – We'll be there to help. Yeah, and I appreciate, like, that. that's such a big thing, too, and I don't think people realize is, like, when the way you respond to a survivor coming forward with their story is showing the rest of us who have possibly been through something similar that we can or cannot come to you if something like that happens to us in the future. And so that's a really big thing, and thank you so much for saying that because that does mean a lot. So, but like Dave has a daughter, you know what I mean? Eighteen-year-old daughter. Yeah. If a guy creepy comes up to them, you want to you want to like step up and like protect her. No, right. And I'm gonna call my one friend who's six foot eight and okay (laughs) forty. He's talking about Chuck Payne. (laughs) But like, yes, like people. If you don't believe in this stuff, you have to. Think about your daughters or your nieces your sons or, or your moms or... I mean, it doesn't matter on the sexual preference anymore. Yes, it does. It doesn't matter whether yeah. it's a boy or a girl. But, like, you yeah. have to... You have or to, a donkey. You have to protect everybody. You know what I mean? Like, think it's your kids. Think it's somebody else. Just stand up and step up and help. Stand up and shout? Oh, we're going to stand up and shout. Shout! <laughs> but, like, yeah, literally, and- if anybody, any wrestlers out there, and they know the 2300 wrestling is out there, come to us, we'll there, and I'll sick on Dave on them. And, I mean, during the summer, my plan is to get us out more. Like, when there's more okay. outdoor shows and stuff like that. Hopefully, it, yeah. Hopefully, and if you're there, come say hi. We usually have a tent and a table. Yeah. And I, we're usually there. Don't chop me. I'm not a wrestler. Thank you. Chop him. Do it. <laughs> yes, do it. Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully we do have a lot. Now that people kind of have a better idea of what's going on with COVID, mm-hmm. um, hopefully there will be more shows that are running safely and social distancing in the summer and outside. Right. Because I feel like a lot of a lot of promotions were like, I don't know how. To, like, how do we handle this? This is a, a whole new, a whole new world. New, pretty much. Yeah, it's a <laughs> yeah, a whole new level of new. So how do we? navigate this and i think a lot of promotions have hopefully finally figured out that out for themselves what works and hopefully we'll see more over the summer but we'll see crossing fingers and toes 
<laughs> you, you almost had us singing on a whole new, a whole new world. New world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're on the subject. Can we bring it up? What's the subject? Give yeah, me a light of the, what happened on Friday. Uh, yeah. Ed, that's sick. Um, did you hear what happened on Friday? I'm aware of it, yes. Okay. I'm one of the people who uh, came forward after Tara, who oh, is an amazing, really? amazing leader. No, no, I don't need claps. No, Tara, Tara literally set the example of being like, you know, you need to, people need to put this out there. And she was definitely the one who had the courage and was brave enough to come forward and like realizing you're not alone in, in doing it. Um, I did before she before she said something, I did say that I was cutting ties with that particular promotion and him, but I, I didn't, right. But I, I didn't put out exactly why. And she did. And she took that courageous step to be like, you guys need all the information. So right. that, that was on her. <laughs> my, my brother texted me that morning. He's like, if you're friends with this person, delete them and everything else. I'm like, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I, 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 uh, Can you smell what the rock is cooking? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so I was... I'm in Facebook jail, so I'm not on Facebook looking around like that. So I started talking to Sean Car- um, Carlson from um, 1CW. Right. And um, I was asking him, I was like, hey, um, do you have tickets for your show? And he told me to go talk to his partner, Sean um, Hardy, you know. Same person. No, they're not I'm the same. I'm And like, I got my tickets for that show because I want to go to a wrestling show on my birthday weekend. Yeah, I won't be there. Yeah, it stinks. But uh, your birthday? April 15th. Ah, cool. Yeah. Speaking of birthdays, I'll, I'll we won't see her. <laughs> um, her birthday's in May. Yes. So. Ah, well, happy early birthday for April 15th. Thank and you. happy early birthday to you, you as well. Thank you. <laughs> well, no, I'm, a, I'm a, also a guard for the Philadelphia Phillies, so I have to go do my job. Unfortunately, on his birthday. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. That's the worst when you're an adult. Like, uh-huh. no more birthday parties. You gotta work. <laughs> hey, no offense. When I get paid to watch that team, I'll go do it any day. Gotcha. But, so I was talking to Sean, and Sean's like, because he asked me what I thought about um, Synergy. And I'm like, oh, they're a good promotion. I didn't know what was going on. He goes, uh, I think you should stop. I'm like, huh? Yeah. What do you mean? And then he sent me uh, everything, and I'm like, oh, yep. Yeah, my brother sent me yeah. the... Um, I tried to delete him on Facebook, and it wouldn't let me delete him. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, how do I delete this dude? Jail. Yeah, I'm in jail. I can't delete people. <laughs> uh, it's okay. I, I'm pretty sure the page... Um, so, he used an Elias for pretty much everyone. Yes. Yeah, because um, I'm, I'm friends with Deshaun Pratt, and we were talking about it. He's like, yeah, nah, I'm done. I'm like, all right, brother. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, like, I... Yeah, so I think his, his actual Colin West page is gone. Yeah, it yep. is. Um, so, you don't have to worry about deleting him. Oh, and, I, I blocked him anyway. Yeah, I, just, I found out I could block him. <laughs> And it's funny because we have Shane Fair on later. Yeah, we got Shane yeah. on later. And Shane's a friend. Who's awesome, by the way. Shane was great He's phenomenal. He brings his own mic yes. to freaking wrestling events with his white gloves. Oh, my God. He is a true professional. Just plugs there. <laughs> and I mean, oh. even Ranger Shane. <laughs> Ranger Shane was awesome. We have, uh, he made a video of us at a wrestling show. So Oh, the Godzilla spot. Yeah, we're like, oh, my gosh. And yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> yeah, so if I have a chance, I'll try to send it over to you. You can check it out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Shane, Shane did all that, and it was awesome. Oh, cool. 
Yeah, I can't wait to have the chain on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Later on tonight. Yep, yeah, later on tonight. Sorry. <laughs> and he's going to go off. Oh, yeah, he already said he was. He's going to go off. So I'm like. Uh, I'm throwing the book out on Shane's. Um, so we're throwing the book out? There's no book. Don't throw the book out. It's got a lot of pages <laughs> left. I like <laughs> no, books. No, no, Don't I mean, throw them. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, we usually write. We have, like, run sheets. Oh, we have a run sheet? We always have oh, a we have run, run sheet. sheet. We've got a run sheet? I like having run sheets. Um, there's a side story to that one. Yeah, it's a big size. Right. So I always have a run sheet for whenever we have interviews, whatever. I always write everything down. But I think, Shane, I'm not going to do a run sheet. I'm going to have a run sheet. You have a run sheet. That's fine. Off the cuff. But, yeah, I'm just going to be like, Shane, take off your white gloves and go. Yeah. That's so messed up. Why couldn't... Why? Why do you have to say... No, I'm just kidding. So (laughs) what is your pet peeve in wrestling? Because I got tons of them. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. I think I think at the end of the day, my biggest pet peeve is just being polite to the person you're working with. <laughs> That's really the biggest thing for me is just um, it's partner. It's a partnership. So if you're not going to be able to put out, out a good product if you aren't working together. So polite, professional. Yeah. As long as you're polite and professional, I'm normally not. I'm not the type of person to get too easily annoyed. And don't like, be I, don't, I don't like wrapping a match where, like, I, I understand that you've been to WWE and I understand you've been there. Who cares? We're going to have fun. Let's just do the match and let's go out. Yeah. And don't be 12. Don't be 12. Thank you, Corey. And wipe your feet when you get into the ring. Oh, yes. yeah. Wiping yes. your feet, obviously, is a very big one. Yes, but, always. Um, I think that was ingrained in a lot of us, but I don't even think about that now. I'm like, this is a pet peeve. <laughs> well, we, went, we went to the 1H2O show where we were talking to the ref, and I looked at him and I said, my brother got to you, didn't he? He put his head down and he said, kept at me. Because he was wearing, like, red and the black shoes on on his ref gear. And I'm like, you need to get rid of them shoes, kid, before Mike gets black, to you. All black shoes. <laughs> so yeah. my brother's one of the trainers for H2O. Yeah, and he looked at the kid. He's like black shoes. Gotcha. So. I mean, I mean, it's a uniform, so I got that. Yes, yes, yes. And I just added my uh, referee uniform, so it's gonna be cool next time I ref. Hey, oh, cool. But if your outfit is red, I'm okay with right. red shoes. You know what I mean? But well, no, I found on Amazon. I found these referee yeah, looking. You showed me that already. Right. So I'm supposed to wrap again on March 27th. So yeah. I'm waiting for that referee's mask to come in, and I'll wear it to the ring. Yeah. Usually, like, DB will come to the shows with me and be like, walk in the back door with me. Just walk in the back door. It's so weird walking in the back door. I bet. I mean, it, it was weird for me even the first, like, six months or so of me debuting to walk into shows by myself and be like, okay, I'm here, and just kind of stand there with my luggage and be like, I don't know what to do with myself. Um, so I completely understand that. And then when I started repping for DCW down in Delaware, my brother wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm here by myself. Where am I going? Mm-hmm. And I found my friend Zach Connor, who's mm-hmm. the booker. I'm like, all right, where am I going? He's like that door. Like, all right, cool. I remember um, LAW asked me to um, do commentating with um, Marlon. Marlon Dickens. Yeah. So that was fun. I had fun. I was goofy because that's who I am. (laughs) And um, it was fun. But like when I got there, I'm like, do I go inside? And I'm like, oh, it's Chuck Payne. Let me run over and say hello and throw a football around with him. (laughs) And then I went inside. (laughs) I mean, that probably makes you feel a little calmer, though, is to take your mind off of the fact that you're walking in the door. He's playing football now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But it's, at it's, least, it's, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, at least, like, for wrestlers, and I, I guess refs, too, 
Um, if the ring's not up and things like that, that's one of the things that I was always taught to is like, get yourself settled and whatever else in the corner, but go out and help with the ring. And at least like that, that one gives you something to do. So you don't feel like a weird, like a out in the corner, not knowing what to do with your hands. Um, and then two, it's also like, it sh- you're a hard worker. So I got very lucky with like monster factory because I got shown okay. how to, yeah, but we we used to move that ring so many times, like at least once a week that ring got moved. Uh, but because of that, I learned how to put up and take that, tear down a ring. So I, I like I know how to do all of that now. The only thing I'm not great at is tightening the ropes because lefty loosey righty tighty is like for whatever reason <laughs> I, I can't get it through my head. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the rest of it I'm I'm fairly good at. So I I always say like if you if you're in new wrestler go in and and help with the ring and do stuff like that and that definitely helps you it, it was yes. funny because we went to the last titan show and we started helping put in the and ring. i i know charlie i've known charlie for years and charlie goes what the fuck are you doing i'm like i'm helping he's like but <laughs> your podcast i'm like and we're, we're still paying to get in we just want to help to get right done. we were I, there we were there hanging out like i'll help come on like charlie you uh-huh. know me come on we're gonna he's help. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I'm here, I'm helping. We're paying for our tickets, and we're gonna right. help. Even with the the one um Valus Pals, we were there like two o'clock in the afternoon. We were helping yep. out, helping out. It's it's a thing. We're gonna help out. If you yeah. let us, we're gonna help. I I've been doing this too long, and to me, wrestling is like a family. Yeah, it's you walking out. Functional that family, but right. family. <laughs> I, I, I like saying it, and pardon me. But as fucked up as we are, we're all family. Yes, and, mm-hmm. and I always say when you come on the podcast, you become part of the 2300 family. So, Aww. welcome. I'm, so, I'm your welcome awkward to the little family. sister here you recording to, to the family. Uh, <laughs> Saturday, April 24th, 2021, coming to you live from the H2O Center in Williamstown, New Jersey, Stan Styles proudly presents to you Intergender Bonanza 8. Tickets are on sale now. They are only $30. Doors will open at 7.30 p.m. and bell time is 8. The Runway will take on Jeff Cannibal and a mystery partner. Sean Henderson will take on Kennedy Copeland. Dan Styles will go one-on-one with Ava Everett. Marcus Mathers will take on Zoe Sky. This and much, much more April 24th, live from the H2O Center, Intergender Bonanza 8. So I like to play this one game. Okay. non-wrestling questions. Oh. Yes, it's something different because nobody does it. So I (laughs) I have a bucket with a lot of questions in here. So, it could be the hardest question in the world, but it could be the funnest question in the world. Are you ready? What is the call? Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the five questions of doom. Oh, this is the thing that you talked about earlier, but got told no. (laughs) Yeah, we were going to start it, it, but yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Now we're going to start it for you. Question number one. What country would you want to travel to? Um, I have, so I was supposed to go to Italy in March and obviously that's like literally when COVID first hit. So I still have to go to Italy and then Thailand was the other one that we were looking to as well. My stepmom um, went to Thailand, um, for school. She went to China and Japan and all that stuff. It's kind of cool. Oh, how long was she there? I don't remember. (laughs) I, 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 you forgot. I forget. Like she tells the story all the time when she went there, she always 
brought bugs with her. So she has a bugs bunny doll. Oh, she I thought you were her... talking about like bugs, oh, I right? You meant, like, like mosquitoes and like other yeah, kind of bugs. Oh, like, like... Ow, no, bug. Bugs Bunny. Okay, Bugs Bunny, the rabbit. Ow. You know I me, mean? the cool Bum, little guy. Calm me down. So she took she took the bugs and took pictures of bugs in different Bye. spots because so like we do with the octopus yes <laughs> but and the funny thing is she said bugs bunny can't take pictures because it's a doll so <laughs> she never got any pictures with the spots we we have this octopus that we take like around and just random pictures of the octopus Aww. his name is Squibby but Squibby. it's not me it's it's our friend Jordan that does it yeah but our next question question number. Two. Rabbit season or duck season? Rabbit season. Duck season. Rabbit season. Duck season. Rabbit season. Oh, damn. <laughs> I, I don't hunt. But do you watch Bugs Bunny? <laughs> I do. <laughs> it was just... That's what it was the, the question's about. I, I know. <laughs> I don't hunt. She ribbed us. <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> <sighs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna guess it's gonna be duck season because she likes duck. I do, I do like duck. Thanks, I, I, you had to get me back for ribbing you, huh? All right. <laughs> also, I am like obsessed with bunnies mainly because my partner won't let me have a bunny. Um. So yeah, I guess I'll have to go with duck season. So we should get you a bunny. You're despicable. Yes. yes. I mean, to be fair, he has a good reason. We have four cats, and he's worried that one of them will try and kill it. So... The funny story about that is me and my girlfriend are actually kitten fosters. So we <gasps> we foster the kittens. We get them grown up and everything else, and then they go off to their families. So when we... Oh. Yeah. So when we see you again, I'm going to find a stuffed animal rabbit so you can have one. Oh, my gosh. That would absolutely make my day. <laughs> okay, I got you. We, we... Question number three. Favorite pizza topping? Pineapple. Uh, so I get pizza with bacon, sausage, pepperoni, and mushroom. Meat lovers. We're on our way. <laughs> I actually had some on Friday. That's normally like my my treat. It's, I'm obsessed with pizza. So okay, well we we, we 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 had pizza last Sunday before we started the show, and the place we order from has 25 inch pizza. Whoa! Yeah, but it's really good. <laughs> Are you? Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. I'm always ready. no. I said no. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. four. It's four. It's four. Question number four. Favorite Disney character? Oh, no. <laughs> I'll be honest. Mine is Lafu only because I could do the voice of Lafu. I think mine is Lilo from Lilo and Stitch. Ooh. That's pro that's probably my top three Disney movies, Lilo and Stitch, and my. So, uh, we we go do karaoke, and I'll do Gaston only yeah. because I can sing like Lafu, yes. who's the little guy, huh? Oh, oh Gaston, oh. yeah. <laughs> Gaston disturbed me to see you, Gaston. Okay, <laughs> so. Favorite quote from a book. Was that question number five? Yeah. Okay, just checking. Oh, you didn't get to announce it. See, I know. I'm sorry, answer? gosh. That was my fault. I'm sorry. Question gosh. number five. 
Favorite quote from a book. I am editing that out, so it's, it's fixed. <laughs> no, it's perfect. <laughs> you fucked up. You fucked Oh, goodness. Okay. I actually have numerous quotes tattooed on my body. So I think I'm going to have to go with tiny but fierce, which doesn't sound like a, a huge quote, but um, my favorite series is The Dresden Files by Jim Butcher. And there's a character in there named Karen Murphy who used to be a police officer and then she kind of got kicked off the force because she was helping the supernatural world too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously that didn't work with her job and stuff like that, but she was a warrior and a Knights of the Cross, which my for people who know my sword is Asparachius, which is one of the swords of the cross. So I would go with Time But Fierce because that's who Murphy is and that's who I am. Mine's Don't Be 12. <laughs> Yours is what? Don't Be 12. From, from what book? <laughs> the, Cor- the Book of Corey Castle. <laughs> the Book of Corey Castle. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, my... I don't know. Do you have a favorite quote from a movie, DB? From a movie? Yeah. Yeah, I've got tons of them. Okay, which one sticks out in your head the most? A lot of them. I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> It's harder than you think. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, I have tons of them. It's all about how I feel. In I life. have more songs that stick yeah. out in my head from movies because I love musicals. Because my uh. my quote from a movie is Big Fish, and it's so long, so... Which one is it? It's, um... Like, about, the, the first line. Ah, oh gosh, I have, to, I have it written down. But Usual Suspects is an old one. Yeah, Kaiser Coe is any one. Yeah. There's so my, many. I don't want to say My sound. favorite one is actually my audition... When oh. I was haunting. It's did you ever see the movie Seven? Yeah. The the ending scene. My audition and one of my what's I in the love box? Uh, yeah, what's in the box? What's I love box? Kevin Spacey. So when they said that I had to audition you shouldn't love him like, anymore. Not anymore. Okay. But and I had to audition, so I had to show emotion. So I did the what's in the box scene from seven. Mm-hmm. So that was my audition, screaming and motion, everything else. It was great. So that's my favorite was, quote from a movie. Mr. Kimball, are you all right? Oh, sorry. <laughs> what was in the box when you auditioned? What was in the box? box? Her pretty little head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when you auditioned? No, but there, there was nothing there. I didn't have any. I just, uh, I just oh, okay. did you that. Didn't have a prop? No, I just did that Brad, Brad Pitt scene. That is Stop. horrible. Stop that. <laughs> no. So going into the whole ribs and pranks and moving right my along. favorite thing in the world, the dude to everybody in life. If you don't prank somebody in life, you don't like them. Like the Friars Club <laughs> roast. If you don't, we only roast the ones we love. Yes. So fuck you too. <laughs> Dude, that's, that is messed up. This is a better one. No, no, no. This is a better one. I gave him the peace finger. Um, so in England, um, the middle finger in England is um, a peace sign. Tell that story. So my dad, okay, my mom's from England. My mom passed away back in 97. So when my dad remarried to my stepmom, um, they went to a pub. And um, my dad's on the other side. In England. Yes, in England, yes. He went there to um, introduce my stepmom to my grandfather and whoever else was over there that they know. And um, they were at the pub. My dad's asking for two beers. He has the peace sign going up, and the guy's behind the bars going, doing the peace sign back. Yeah, I got yours too. Yeah, and like, keep on going back and forth. My dad's like, yeah, and like, they're going back and forth. And then the oh, bartender boy. walks over and he goes, I'm guessing you're not from here. And my dad talked, oh, you're American. So this peace sign means this in your country. And, and my dad's like, oh, okay. So next time I'll just order three beers. So, 
So there is my dad's story that is out there. So because it makes sense to that whole. All right, define. I'll ask the next question. Okay, go ahead. Ask the next question. So, what do you do in your off time? What do I do in my off time? Well, she goes out and saves superheroes. <laughs> da, 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 da. Well, on Sundays, like I said earlier, it's for kitty snugs. <laughs> um, so, right now, I just started a new job, which is a company that I actually went through certification for the response team for a few months, uh, just completed in November, and that was volunteer for domestic violence and sexual assault response team. So I actually got hired part-time there at their safe house and for their hotline. So that's currently what I'm doing is training and learning the job. And hopefully once that's all done, I'll be out and be working at the safe house, which I'm super excited for. And I'm very grateful because wrestling actually kind of lit fire under me to get that done after speaking out. Um, so that's one thing that I do. I also, I'm still training. I still have a personal trainer who I, I joke all the time. I, I pay her to be my friend. Her name is Sydney and she's been training me for like going on more than four years now. And that's who I work out with all the time. If you see my videos on social media, it's her apartment that's set up. <laughs> um, and then just in my off time, I do Netflix and chill with my partner. <laughs> and, um, I play video games, so... Um, video games sounds so, fun. Yeah, yeah, you've got your Switch. I, <laughs> I forgot I my know. Switch. I always play with my Switch when I'm getting ready for interviews. Get what do you play on your Switch? Mario games. Anything Mario. Do, 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 oh, okay. Yeah. I, I you did. know what's crazy? Okay. <laughs> I, got, I got very excited. So um, I've been playing Animal Crossing in <laughs> Dorn when code first hit. I played Animal Crossing. They actually just put in Mario items in okay. Animal Crossing. Yeah, so like there's the actual green tube. You can go in and go to other parts of your island and the mushrooms and the little blocks and things like that. You can now decorate your island in Animal Crossing with Mario items. Oh, that is so awesome. I don't, <laughs> I got, I played the game once and I did not like it that much and I put it away and I haven't went, like I like Elder Scrolls. That was a cool game for <clears throat> PlayStation 4, you know what I mean? But yeah. So why'd you buy it then? What? Animal Crossing. Because people were talking about it, and I wanted to see it, what it was all about. to fit in. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a particular type of person who would play Animal Crossing. I think I probably wouldn't have put... I've put hundreds of hours into it because of COVID. Because, I, I mean, I couldn't go outside, so I was building an island <laughs> instead. <laughs> um... But normally, so like the the last game I played on Switch, I've gotten away from Animal Crossing now. I played that for months on end, and uh, I've played Pokemon and Zelda recently on Switch for the last Sword or Shield that I've played. She had to catch them all. Uh, I have. I surprisingly have Shield, which you would think I'd have Sword, considering I carry a sword in wrestling. But I, think I, have, I have Shield. I think I have Shield. Okay. You want to know which one I have? None. Right, exactly. Okay, here's the quote. A man tells his story so many times that he becomes the story. They live on after him. And in that way, he becomes immortal. That's my favorite quote. Was that the end of the movie? Aww. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah, great movie. One of my favorite actors in that movie, and not Vern Troyer. The the Andy. big guy. Oh, okay. I don't know who to talk about. What's his name? So you need to look it up? No, because <laughs> he was a great actor. Gotcha. So 
Here we go. Um, where are we at? Moving right along. Moving right along? Okay. <laughs> what, where were we at? Uh, you asked um, what I do in my downtime. Oh, okay. So, so let's, let's, um, let's ask this last question, then I'll do a battle royal with her. Battle royal. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's it's fun. It's You're just eliminating people left and right. <laughs> I'm I'm just laughing because my thinking is I'm going to do a battle royale in fuzzy socks because that's what I'm currently wearing. So it just made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do, like, a fun road story. Fun road story. Uh, so I, most of the time I actually drive by myself. But I have gotten lucky where I've gotten to ride to NYCW with the stepdads, who are a tag team, uh, mainly in the New York, New Jersey area. But they're phenomenal and so freaking hilarious. But we, I think it was the last NYCW show we were at. We went, oh no, it was the second to last. <laughs> we went out with a, <laughs> with a group of people, the Applebee's from the show itself we all hung out afterwards in Applebee's and we walked out and it was just snowing so hard and we had to drive back like the visibility I I don't even know how he drove back but he was amazing he told me and he told me a story about how his dad used to be a trucker and they used to go and, and drive in the truck and I got to know him because of being in this car for like it ended up being probably six or seven hours because of snow when it normally would have been four and a half. Um, but that, that to me was probably one of my favorite times. It's just, just literally you're stuck in a car for hours on end and you get to know the people. And it was really cool to find out more about them. Like I had a road trip with Drew Blood, Devin Moore, and Frankie Picard all the way up to Magic. But I'll tell you that a different day because we said so many times on the podcast. Yeah. So it, it snowed that night, night too. So it's it's a fun story. I have to tell you sometime in the future. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I'll be waiting. We 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 have a lot of stuff that we put for next time. Hoping you will come back on again at some point. We have yes, other and questions. I'll be ready for a trivia question. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> But like we He's over do, there shaking his head like, no, wanna, she won't. No, she won't. Do, we want to do a Royal hey, Rumble. Hey, believe in me. I do my homework. No, I actually used to not, but I'll do it for you. <laughs> so we do a Battle Royal, and, like, Dave has 20 people's names, but they're all females. So we want to do a female one because this is the first time we're doing a Battle Royal. and with some, All females. Yeah, all females. So this is going to be fun. Whoa. These are people that you worked. Um, one good thing about them um, – if you have a little story about them, you can tell the story. Whatever you want to do. Um, it's up to you. Let Dave do this whole thing. And, All right. Okay. And, and I can play Animal Crossing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at, George? All right. Battle Royal time. All right. First one I have is Nyla Rose. Oh, my gosh. She kicked my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, to be fair, <laughs> Native Beast. Um, yeah, I actually faced her for the first and only time uh, wow, and it was my second match back from AC, my ACL being torn, um, and I had a brace on and had absolutely zero ACL. So oh. she kicked my she kicked my ass. So I'd I'd really love to be able to face her again when you know my knee my knee is now one hundred and ten percent. I'd love to face her again. I heard wonderful things about her. Yeah, she is phenomenal. She really is scary, but phenomenal. <laughs> Who knows? Tennille Dashwood. So I got to face her in my second Women of Honor match, and she also beat me. <laughs> she kicked my butt too. 
<laughs> but that's about right. But I, re- I remember she uh, beat me up so bad that I lost my partner for a second. I think, I don't know if you can hear it audibly, but I actually asked the ref, Paul Turner, I'm like, where's my friend? Like, oh, I found her. And then she continued to beat me up. So <laughs> that was, the real, that was uh, a really, really amazing experience. Emma, is that you? No. <laughs> I didn't want you. I wanted my friend. <laughs> um, Soraya Knight. I'm sorry. Oh, Soraya Knight. Yeah. So are we going with Paige or her mom? Did you work both of them? I didn't work either of them. Oh, said it was on there. Oh. I'm so confused. Yeah, it was on there. Like, <laughs> they had a match. Riley and Soraya. Maybe they Maybe missed. No. Maybe. Well, okay. I, I actually have never been booked to face her either. So that that would, I, I'll i say this about her. I would love to face her. <laughs> okay. There you go. We'll use that one. That, that, either that, one. Either one. <laughs> that, that, that's crazy. He, he, I looked at it. It was right there. But well, Maybe you misread we, it. Maybe. Um, or maybe there's somebody else named Riley. Maybe. Because there is somebody named uh, also named Riley, Riley Shepard. Okay. I, I looked it up and I'm like, oh, I need to put wrestler next to her name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. Okay. Um, Statlander. Oh, my gosh. I want to face her again. And um, I'm so sad that she's out with her ACL. I actually yeah. got to wrestle her at Levac, which is one of my favorite places ever to work. And I... I ended up slapping her in the face because she was really mean and bullying Ashley and <laughs> Ashley Vaughn and tell me. Um, so I ended up actually slapping her in the face. And I remember after the match, she goes up to my, my partner because my partner was there and she's like, she hits hard. <laughs> and I'll always remember that. Well, that goes on to my next one then. Ashley Vox. Oh, I love her to death. I've gotten to work with her quite a few times. Um, and I, to see her and Delmi getting like so many opportunities and just running with them, I'm not surprised at all for either of them. Um, and it just makes me so happy to see that they are still want to face them again. <laughs> all right. Lady Frost. Well, she's cool, I guess. She's cool? Like, <laughs> you mean cold? She's cold. No pun intended. I had to do that pun. She'll, she'll beat me up for it later, I'm sure. Um, so you want us to send this to her? Eyes. <laughs> but I, uh, she and I are, are very, are about into wrestling about the same amount of time. And just to see how far she's grown in the time that she was managing and had her first match in WWE and then where she is now, like she puts in the work and she is a really, really, really hard worker. I like her dogs. Her dogs are adorable and I want to steal them, but um, oh, she sh- probably would murder me. <laughs> <laughs> I think she will murder all of us. Yeah. I met their dogs. I was like, oh my gosh, these are awesome. <laughs> all right. Stella Gray. Stella Gray is, like I said, she was in my favorite match ever uh, at Women of Honor, and I miss her to death. We used to train at the dojo, at Cheeseburger's Dojo, which used to be Ring of Honor, actually, dojo. But it's um, no longer Cheeseburger. Yeah, she, it's now worldwide, run by Cheeseburger and Sumi. Yeah, but but I, I thought he was changing gimmicks. Didn't you say he was changing his name? Oh, the world famous CB. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I apologize. You are correct. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Um, Why you have to? He's stop, still a good guy. Stop ripping her. No, no. <laughs> it, it is something new, and I did say that I'm, I'm much better with faces than I am with names. So, um, in my mind, he will probably always be Burger, but he'll probably be mad at me for that. <laughs> 
right. Renee Michelle. I'm sorry. Oh, Renee Michelle. Yeah. So uh, she is awesome. I know she's been out for a little bit because of the injuries, and I'm so glad to see that she's back. She was probably one of my first few matches ever um, that I've ever had. I think it was maybe my third or fourth match, and she was so cool about everything um and she talked so much about marvelous in japan and it made me want i now want to go to japan and marvelous because of her um but she's she's awesome yeah i got to ref with her when she was doing ecwa it was her and the current tna women's champion diana peraza ah yeah yeah. um (laughs) sammy pandora she is the sweetest person ever, and I know she's retired from wrestling because she just had a baby. Right. Did you see her really picture? Cute. Yeah. Oh my god, so cute! <laughs> but uh, I finally, I'm so happy that I got to wrestle her before she retired. Like it was time just enough. I she was she was my second match back after my ACL tear after surgery and everything. Um, when I came back, she was my second match and I'm so glad I got to wrestle her before she retired. Cause it's something we had talked about wanting to fight each other for so long. And I'm glad we were able to do it in the little time span from my ACL surgery to her leaving. Um, I'm so happy we got to get it done. That's awesome. I'm not sure if I'm going to say this name right. So I apologize mm-hmm. in advance. Divine. Davian. Davian. There we go. Thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> no worries. Um, I actually, so little story about her. I got to be in a women at the first ever women of honor seminar. And I faced her in one of our exhibition matches and she is an absolute ring general general. I was so new. I was like uh, six months or seven months into training at the time. And she just was such a professional and so sweet. And yeah, I couldn't thank her enough because she was so cool. And then I got to face her at WOW. Um, and I, I would love to have a singles match with her. She is a force to be reckoned with for sure. How about uh, Tasha Steeles? So Tasha is actually from Team Adams, and I got lucky enough to train a bit with her before she moved on to Impact. And she is, oh my God, she's so smooth, like so smooth in the ring and so confident. Um, but like she makes everything she does just look like butter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about, she really uh, does. <laughs> Ruby Raz. Oh, uh, I call her my big sister <laughs> because <laughs> the She's match taller that than I, I mean, she is taller than me. <laughs> the match that I had against Renee Michelle was when I teamed up with Ruby for the first time. It was the first time I even met her. And I remember after, like, she, she's like, okay, we're going to take pictures. Okay, we're going to do videos. And she just, like, made me feel so included. Um, and then on top of it, after we had the match, she goes, wait, how many matches have you had? I can't believe how, how new and how green you are. Um, you did really, like, she was sweet about it. She's like, you did so good for where you are. Um, and then ever since, like, I just call her my big sister because that's literally how she acted towards me in the very first time I ever met her. Carissa Rivera. Carissa just got signed by WWE. Sorry, I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she um, did. Oh, my God. So Carissa and I have had a weird path of, like, sort of intertwining because she started at Monster Factory after me. And then she moved to Team Adams before me. Um, and we've done seminars together. And uh, I don't know if you saw the picture I posted. We got to Team once. Um, but I faced her a few times. And she, I'm, she is such an incredible worker and so determined and tenacious. 
Like she had her goal to be in WWE and it was just locked on and she did it. Like I'm so proud and happy for her. All right. Vanity. Oh, I'm facing vanity again, which I'm so excited for. Um, April 24th and Invictus Pro Wrestling. I will be facing her in a triple threat match. So I'm very excited. I think it's like the third time I'm going to be working her. Um, we faced each other at BCW in Atlantic City for the Women's Championship, and we got rudely interrupted by Ruthless Lala. So I, I want to still face her in a singles match very badly for that shiny. We had met her at uh, Stan Styles Intergender Bonanza. Yes. Oh, and that's where we'll be on April 24th. Nice. Is it the 27th? 24th. 24th. Yeah, I think it's the same day. I'm sorry I can't make it to your show. That's okay. Vanity and I will tear it down. Fine. Mm -hmm. Just just send us a lot of videos. Right. Yes, I will. All right, next one is Sea Bunny. Oh, Sea Bunny is my sister. (laughs) Um, I've, so, I probably should have mentioned her in the road trip her and i went for a weekend we were both extras for wwe and we got to spend a very long time together going riding there and staying at a hotel and working out together um and we got to really get to know each other on like just a personal level and what makes us both sick and she is how do i even say she is so outspoken and such a good role model for the hearing impaired world and i'm so proud that she found her voice in order to be able to do that. I know she went through a lot when she was younger and to see how far she's come and the things she's done and that she's get using her platform to give voice to people like her. It's really amazing. Right. She is amazing. And she can dance too. Yeah. Yes. You watched... Oh my God, we had a dance battle. Did you? Oh my God. She won. She won. Oh, I, I bet. I Look how good she dances. Like, Obviously. I fought. <laughs> I followed her ever since I found out who she was and what she did. And I'm like, wow, this is an amazing woman. Let's see. Let's. Yeah. And then I saw she her really dancing. Is. Oh, my gosh. So. She really is. Yeah. Gabby Ortiz. Oh, I know her. Oh, I'm just going to keep shouting she's my sister. <laughs> so, All right. We're just going to end Gabby. this list. Everybody's her sister. Sister. Okay, we're good. Not everybody. There are definitely quite a few <laughs> names on here that, like, I am so grateful for wrestling, for giving me these people in my life. And Gabby is definitely one of them. Sea Bunny is definitely one of them. There, uh, Gabby has been at Monster Factory with me since the beginning. We literally had a year-long feud against each other, so we are so familiar with each other at this point. Um, but like to be one of really like three women at the time, there were other women who would come and go. Um, you become really close to them. Yeah. So Gabby, Gabby, I, I literally would die for Gabby. <laughs> like she knows it. I love her father. I, her dad is so sweet and he would bring us like bring her food and he knew like she'd be sharing with me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it just, she is wonderful and I'm so grateful and lucky to have her in my life because of wrestling. We were talking about Monster Pack. I don't know if she worked her or not, but did you ever work Mimi? I have not. So Mimi, I believe, started about when I started going to Team Adam. So we kind of just missed each other. Yeah, I didn't realize she was that young when I first met her. Yeah. Yeah, she, she's done a lot for someone so young, for sure. Right. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, she was 17 when I met her. Yeah, like I think she started training at Monster when she was 16 or 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So yeah, she started real young. She's good. Yeah, yeah. I so, can't wait to see what she does as she keeps growing and learning. Right. Gemma Cross. Gemma is, is that really your cool. I don't know. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had to say no, and it's not like it's not, it hurt me a little inside to not <laughs> to say she wasn't because I do. Um, I actually got to do a rise seminar with her. Uh, which was really cool. We had got to road trip down to Pittsburgh together um, and do this really, really cool seminar with Rise and a few people from Impact. But I've also faced her both in Monster Factory and Atomic Championship, Rogue. Um, and I always feel like we kind of bring the best out of each other. She is good at what she does, and I'm good at tossing her when she's mean. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's cool. Willow Nightingale. She is just uh, a positive light. Like, she's so bubbly and her aura, like, just you feel how positive she is and how bright of an aura she has. And she brings that, not even just in the ring, like people see it in the ring, but just personally in the locker room, just out in the world, she's the same. Like, you just, I just kind of want to hug her, but I feel like she might get sick of that if I keep hugging her. Um, <laughs> But she, she really is. She is the sweetest, kindest heart, one of the kindest hearts in wrestling, for sure. I don't... Leia Lennox. Leia Lennox actually started training at Monster Factory a little bit after me. Um, and I got to steal her shiny, which was really cool. But it, it's really cool to see how far she's come and how she's grown into her character. And she is, like, she's going to be a force to be reckoned with. I know it. Like, she is... Her mic skills are phenomenal, and she just is, it epitomizes the person that she is in the ring. All right. Last one, Allie Last one. Rex. I miss her. She is my sister. <laughs> she left me and moved to Florida. <laughs> but, yes, she is my sister as well. Um, she, a lot of these people are people who were around when I first started training. And like I said, with like Gabby and C-Bunny, you form a bond with them. Um, and Allie was one of the first people I got to toss around in Monster Factory. And she, no matter what she does, no matter how many championships she has, um, no matter how she is in the ring, she is always so modest and sweet and always has a smile on her face. Um, and makes you feel included, and I really, really love that about her. I know she's gone through uh, a few knee injuries, and I really hope she gets better soon because I want her to keep to see her keep kicking ass. Um, but yeah, she she's someone I wish the world for. I, I heard wrestlers go to Florida to retire. Is that true? <laughs> I really hope not because I don't <laughs> think she wants to retire. Um, no. I know I know her and Mike Orlando did move down there for more opportunities. Um, yeah. So I'm just hoping she keeps getting more opportunities. Yeah, yeah it is. But um, Mike Tobin, I'll send you the interview. He talked about moving down to Florida to retire. Yeah, you know I mean so. <laughs> oh, that that's that's the joke. Yeah, you know I mean, oh, did he did gotcha. they retire down in Florida? So this was great. How did we do? You did phenomenal. Am I <laughs> am I allowed to like do a, a leave a review or a five star rating? Isn't that like what you get sent after you do things? Yeah, I think that's like an Uber thing too. <laughs> I thought that's why we do the promo. Yes. <laughs> there you go. We so we had. Rating. 
Um, I don't know if you know Louis Dangerously, Louis D'Angeli, but I've known Lou for years. And I had Lou come on the show. Lou is Sign Guy Dudley from ECW. And I had him come on, and I'm like, all right, do a promo. And he's like, you know, the 2300 Wrestling Podcast is the worst podcast in the world. I'm only doing this because they made me do it. But listen anyway. <laughs> so... If you can do one for us, that would be great after we end the show, and then we'll give you a little hint and say, hey, you can do it now. And, and oh, you, oh, I think yeah, she did that in the beginning. Oh, yeah, okay. she did social media. She did the social media and all that in the beginning. Okay. You didn't listen? Did you listen? Yeah. Pay attention. Pay attention. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I did my YouTube and my website and not the rest of my um, social media, but it's not a big deal. But I'm just trying to help the person who's saying that. <laughs> if you would love to finish it, go, ahead. go ahead. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> okay, she said, don't go. find me, fans. Yeah, don't I don't want you to be. Me. Don't like find the me. the hell with you. Yes, stupid. These are not what you're looking for. Dude, that this is, is not the podcast you're looking for. This is not the podcast you're looking for. <laughs> I like that one. We should end it with that now. This is not the podcast you're looking for. Go, this go, is not the podcast you're looking for. Go to Bob Culture. Go to Bob Culture. Oh, God, <laughs> she was on Bob Culture. rivalry between you two? No, 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 no. no, no. We're, we're friends with no. everybody. Rob, Rob's a good guy. Tiffany's a good girl. All of them, everybody that does we, we podcasts. We, we try uh, to be friends. Deathmatch Russell's good. Yeah, yeah. We don't we don't want to grudge. We do our own thing and try to do our our world. We we okay. let our, we let our fans listen to whoever they want. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that is that a Titan um bust right no, there? The rib. Oh gosh. Yeah. Did you see that all over Facebook? Ugh. Like if you're if you go to one show, you can't go to their show. Oh, I'm done. Brian's oh, over here dancing. I've never I've never had someone tell me that before. So. <laughs> You're good. Yeah, like, and even if they tried, I'd be like, "All right, well, cool. I won't do it with you then." So that's when I just went and went to one like, CW instead. Be like, "Screw you guys, I'm out." Yeah. Yeah, I was like, if you guys are gonna play like ch- children, I'm gonna go and check out somebody else. Uh, our, exactly. our crew over here are dancing. Yes, they are dancing. They're we, they're they're like Lay our down. minions. The seizure will be over soon. They're like our minions. <laughs> minions. So let's end the show. Yep. I am DB Richards. I'm Dave Keener. And you were listening to the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. And we'll see you in the ring. This is the Gladiator of the Geeks, Riley Shepard. Tune into 2300 Wrestling Podcast, which is the podcast you are looking for.